Good afternoon, beautiful mamas. It is just after 1.30 on a beautiful Wednesday afternoon as I am recording this. My darling daughter's off at kindy, so I'm feeling quite well rested today. Um, and I really wanted to dive into episode 13 because there has been quite a calling for this episode. Uh, I was asked a question the other day that kind of sparked within me a realization that I haven't spoken about this in great detail, and I need to for the women that need to hear this, and also to educate other women on a couple of things um, on what it is, what it's like to be left pregnant. So I'm going to dive right in. Welcome to We Are The Daring podcast, episode 13. This one's called What It Feels Like To Be Left Pregnant. This is the podcast for the mamas, the lovers, the mumpreneurs, and you. Whoever you are out there listening to this, this is your calling to be more daring. So sit down, listen, and relish in this moment just for you. So I'm going to dive right in now to episode 13, what it feels like to be left pregnant. When the journalist asked me this question the other day, I was getting interviewed for a magazine and she said, what did it feel like to be left pregnant? And that question absolutely floored me, to be honest. I kind of sat there silently for a second, feeling like someone had smashed me up the head. My ears were ringing and she was like, hello, are you still there? And I was like, yeah, I'm still here. I'm just kind of processing what you've just asked me. I really have tried my best to leave behind that phase in my life and move forward. Um, You know, I changed my Instagram name to just my name instead of my business name. I tried to let go of single mum diaries and I really wanted to move forward and not have people constantly refer to me as single mum because it did trigger me. It did make me, I guess, get back into that mindset of the hurt and you know, where it all kind of went horribly wrong. And I just wanted to let go of that. So I had to sit there for a second. I said to her, you know what? It honestly felt like my whole world ended in one foul swoop. It felt like, you know, everything, every fiber of my being felt like I was worthless. I had someone look at me at the hardest moment. You know, pregnancy is hard. It's it's a huge change in your body. It's a huge change in your mindset, in your life. Your hormones are going absolutely bonkers and you're trying to make, you know, you're trying to come to terms with the body changes and the fact that your mind is, you know, racing a million miles an hour about the future and the hormones are playing tricks on you and you cry on, you know, I remember crying over a silly TV ad and your every little emotion of yours is completely heightened because of all the hormones that are running through your body. And it was at that very moment when I was dealing with all of that, that someone decided that I, they didn't want to love me anymore. And that crushed my soul in more ways than I can ever describe to anyone. And I think even now I, you know, I do get upset talking about it because I can, I'm, I'm a very emotional person and I can get back into that phase of my life and unlock that door um, pretty easily. And let me tell you, having someone choose not to love you when that's all you really need at that point in your life and your hormones are playing tricks on you at the best of times and you're really struggling to come to terms with what's going on and you're worried about your work and the future and are you going to be a good mom and 
Who's the baby going to look like? And are you going to be okay financially? Everything that comes with being pregnant, it really, really destroys you. And that experience really destroyed me. It destroyed my whole life. And I really had to choose whether I was going to be a phoenix, I guess, and kind of rise from the ashes or if I was going to let it pull me down and really grab hold of my ankles and pull me under. And I decided in that moment after it had very well pulled me under for quite some time that I didn't want to live like that anymore, that I wanted to rise, that I wanted to show other women how to rise, that I wanted to be one of the women that people go, you know what, she fucking did it so I can too. Because when I went searching the internet over for someone out there who was like a phoenix and they rose from the ashes and that they were going to be okay and that they were a story of hope that I could really resonate with and look to for, you know, my own hope within my own life. And I couldn't find it. It made me feel even worse. So that's what inspired me to really rise above it. But let me tell you, if you are out there and you have been left pregnant, it is so common it is more common than you actually would ever think that it would be. And it's especially common within people who are married. I, at first, would beat myself up. When the whole situation first unfolded and I I first was left as a pregnant woman, I said to myself, well, you didn't have any insurance on the relationship. You know, this is your own fault. You should have had some sort of insurance on the relationship. You should have waited till you're engaged or waited till you were married or you know, that you bought a home together. You didn't have any insurance. This is your fault. You should have made sure and you should have done this. And I really beat myself up over it. And it wasn't until hundreds of women that were married started to come forward to my blog on Instagram and say, you know what, I have also been left pregnant and I was married and I have also been left pregnant and I was engaged that I realized it doesn't discriminate when a relationship breaks down. It's not going to worry about a piece of paper. That was just silly mindset thinking on my behalf. So when the lady asked me what it feels like to be left pregnant the other day, I kind of, it sparked something within me that I realized, you know what? I deleted all of my blogs on, you know, my my website because I didn't want my daughter to read something on there and make a judgment about her father and the situation from something that she had read that I'd said, basically. So that's why I deleted it. And I realized that there are so many women that still come to me that need to know, you know, what it feels like, that you are going to be okay, that, you know, there is life after that, that it is going to be fine and you are going to survive. And look, it's hard. It is so hard going through that experience. And as someone that went through it and it's, it's years on, I haven't had another relationship. I've dated briefly. I haven't had another relationship since. And that's because, you know, I get asked this question a lot. And why are you single? Um, you know, you seem like this and you seem like that, and you seem like you have it all together. How come you're single? I am still going through the motions of that experience and it's 2019. I got left pregnant in 2015. I am still going through the motions of that. It was something that really, really did shock me. It did tear me apart. And even now I'm still learning how to move through it. Every Just like grief, 
every now and again, something bubbles to the surface that I realize, shit, I haven't dealt with that. I haven't dealt with it, unpacked that baggage and put it in the place that it needs to go. And then I have to go through the process of doing that. So that is why is because I'm making a conscious choice to remain single and to really deal with what I need to deal with. And then, you know, in the future, yes, I will be in another relationship. But for now, that's where I'm at. So if you were out there and you have been left pregnant or your relationship's broken down or you've become an independent mama, which uh, one of my beautiful friends, Kira, the other day said, I don't use the term single or solo parent. I use the term independent mama. And that really struck a chord with me um, because I feel like that's everything that I have tried to embody so hard from the start. I went in guns blazing with, I'm going to be this, you know, powerhouse woman and I'm never going to struggle and I'm going to prove to everyone out there that being a single mother is not, you know, a dirty word and it doesn't come with this burden of couponing or having to only shop at Aldi or having to only shop, you know, all home brand stuff. I didn't want people to have that stigma attached to single parent that you just go and stand in a, you know, government assistance line and you shop at home brand and and go to the op shop when you can. I really wanted to prove to women that you can be so much more that your life doesn't stop there. And I feel like I've succeeded in that. Look, sure, there's been really hard financial times during this. At times, being a single parent is financially crippling and it is really difficult. It does depend on how, you know, if you do have a father that steps into the picture financially and emotionally, or if they've stepped out of the picture, that all depends on how how well you can survive and thrive in in this phase. So for me, all that I have wanted to do within this experience is inspire other women. So if you are out there and you are listening and you are a newly single mother or you've been left pregnant or you have been before, I always say to people, it takes one to know one. And it's so true. It's so true. I had a woman ask me the other day, I do recall, she said to me, I do recall that you get really upset when women that have partners that work away call themselves a solo parent or a single mama. And I I still don't understand that. I still will never, ever understand why it's used as a derogatory term. Um, I still will never understand why women think that it's okay to do that when they're not in that situation. And it's something that I'm really passionate about is you can't possibly understand what it is like. So don't even try and don't even try and throw out that word. It is it is nasty. To me, it is nasty. To me, it is quite mean. And to me, it is really offensive because a lot of the time they're saying, you know, I've struggled so much and I'm really struggling and that's why they say it. And I, we as single mothers work so hard to try and step away from the word struggle. I don't want to be associated with that. I don't want that someone's, fa- you know, pet other parent is out of town and therefore they're struggling. So they call themselves a single mother or solo parent. So that to me is just something that I will never understand. And I I said to that lady that said it to me the other day, I said, you know what, like it takes one to know one and and you can't possibly understand what it's like. That's all I'm going to say. And she kind of stared at me and I stared at her and that was about it there was a, a mutual understanding. And the one thing that I want to say as well is when you have been left pregnant, you need to find your tribe. 
And there are going to be women that are no longer your tribe. There aren't going to be friendships of yours that are going to fall by the wayside and that aren't going to support you and they aren't going to be there for you. And this is going to be a real test on your friendships. So find your tribe, find your people. Don't be afraid to edit those around you accordingly. And the one thing that I really want to highlight, underline, bold print is that you will be okay. And I know that there are times when you feel like it's not going to be okay. I can't survive this. He's suffocating me and, you know, it's financially crippling me. I'm emotionally dead. I understand because I've been there and I know that you are going to be okay. And I think one of the bravest things that I've ever done in my whole life is reached out and told everyone what had happened and start a blog to talk about it emotionally. And mainly it was just me unpacking my baggage in a public arena. It had nothing to do with sponsorships or Instagram growth or followers. It had everything to do with, if I didn't write out those words, they would have consumed me. Those feelings would have consumed me 180%. I know that. So that's something that I also want to touch base on is tell people how you're really feeling Don't cover it up. Don't stand there and smile and say, you know, I'm fine. Everything's fine if it's not because you need to show people what you're really struggling with and have the guts to say, you know what, this is fucking hard. This is really hard. This is really hurtful and no one's going to think less of you. And I think if anything, when I really shared how I felt and I bravely did it in a way that was so raw and it was those of you that have followed me from from the beginning would know it was raw and it was ugly sometimes and it wasn't you know perfectly put together but it was real and it did help people and it did save lives and I am still people will chase me down in the street and say you saved my life you made me feel like I wasn't alone you helped me through that and there's nothing more satisfying than that because that's all I wanted out of this situation so I really want to talk to the women now. I really want to dive in and talk to the women that if you are out there listening and you have been left pregnant, I really want to address you now because I think it's important and I haven't done it for quite some time. I've really left that part of my personality and, and you know, I've been going through other things within my life. Um, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, you would know that my mum's been really, really sick and it's been hard on our whole family and that's caused me to kind of pull back on, on being present on social media. Um, so it, by the way, everyone, thanks for your support through that. Everyone's been amazing and checking in and sending me DMs, but I really need to chat to the women now who have been left pregnant that are finding this, this podcast today, because I've been where you are and no one can possibly understand unless they've stood in your shoes. And I've been in your shoes And I know how hard it is and I know the emotions and I know the stress and, you know, I've been doing it now for for years. I've been a solo parent and, uh, you know, or independent mother, as I'm now calling myself. And for years, I have learned so much about myself. So one thing that I want to highlight to you is it's a really beautiful thing if you can use this as a period of growth. Now, so many of us in so many different scenarios will point the finger and say, they did this to me or they said this and then I'm hurt like this. And it's so easy when you're hurting or when something, you know, you've been wronged to have, you know, the ability to point the finger and blame them and say it's their fault. 
But what I want to do now is tell you to turn that finger back on yourself and point at yourself and be like, where did I go wrong? Where have I contributed to this? Now you might be sitting there thinking, you know, I was in domestic violence. I didn't contribute or I, you know, my relationship was really horrible. He was a narcissist. I didn't contribute to that. So whatever small way that you have contributed, I want you to kind of make a note to yourself, whether mentally or whether you pause this now and have a little write down of how did you contribute to the breakdown of the relationship? What was your side of it? Because the more that you can grab this opportunity, and that's what it is now, the the moment that I saw being left pregnant as an opportunity for growth and that I realized, okay, look, this really fucking sucks and this really hurts, but how can I use this as a phase of spiritual growth and as self-development was the moment that it turned around for me. So that is what I really want to highlight to you. If you're out there and the, the situation has happened to you and you're probably nursing like I was back there in the early days, or you've got an older child as well, and you're running around after them, there is some sort of way that you would have contributed to this as well. And the and when you can kind of look at it and think, okay, well, you know, I saw signs early on that this person was going to be like this, or, you know, I knew that they were emotionally distant. I knew that they really lacked emotion and empathy and, and you dated them anyway, or that you saw signs that they weren't capable of huge responsibilities and you went through with it anyway, or, you know, that you dove into a relationship that wasn't in alignment with your own values and that you kind of, kind of, I guess, got caught up in it. Whatever that is for you, take note of it now. It's important in your growth phase. It's important that you do that so that you can move forward through this. And the second thing that I want you to do is really focus on yourself now. So many women that come to me and say, I've been left pregnant and he's doing this. He's out partying. He's out with X, Y, Z people that I don't like. He's with other women. He's not even thinking about this. And I'm the one that's got to change the baby and he's out having fun. He's free to do as he places. And I'm reading these messages and emails and all as it is, is he's doing that and he's doing this. And it's like they've become obsessed that of what he's doing. And you're allowed to, however you deal with things is your own, you know, that's your prerogative. However you want to deal with it, you are allowed to deal with it and unpack your baggage, how you see fit. But I want to say something to you, use that energy on your damn self. He is no longer important to you. What he's doing is obviously going to impact you in some way, whether it's financially or emotionally, it's going to impact you in some way. That's for damn sure. But what you need to do is revert that energy to yourself because you deserve that energy. Don't give your energy away to someone that's no longer deserving of your time and your effort and your beautiful energy that you could be using on yourself, on your healing, on your growth. And one other thing that I want to note down, so the third thing that I want you to do is when we are going through something, we like to discuss it, whether it's with friends, whether it's with family or the coffee shop person or the doctor or whatever, we want to discuss it because we're trying to make sense of it. We're going around in circles and we're trying to make sense of what's happened. So we start talking about it to anyone who will listen to friends constantly, to family, to 
Joe Blow down the road uh, to the internet. <laughs> Guilty. Um, and we start talking about it. And one thing that I really want to say is talk about it while you need to and then stop. Stop it because of the main fact is you're putting your energy where the mind goes, energy flows, and you're putting energy into something that's no longer going to benefit you. But also, I believe that with my experience, I talked about it in a way that I just wanted to help other people. 100% I was venting at the very start of the experience because I really needed to, um, to privately, obviously, to friends and family. But I soon realized, you know what, that's not serving me. And I found myself getting on the phone and mentioning his name and talking about it and saying, what a piece of S, what are this, what are that? And it was very negative talk. And that didn't serve me. It didn't serve the situation. It didn't serve uh, my feelings or my thoughts, the negativity that was surrounding that conversation and those conversations that I was having. And then people would constantly call me saying, what's going on? Have you heard from him? What is he doing? So that got me back into a phase of being angry. And it was almost like this really crazy, toxic yo-yo that was really bad for my emotions and healing at that time. So when you get people that come to you and say, you know, have you heard from him or do you want to talk about it? Just say, or especially if other people come to you and say, he's this, he's that, you know, what a piece of ass. And they're really talking down about that person. Just calmly say, you know, I don't really want to talk about it anymore. I appreciate your support during that time when I really needed to vent, but you know, that is the father of my child. And I really would, I would like to, you know, teach myself to not speak about that anymore and just leave it at that. Because what it's doing is when you're breathing life into something is you're giving energy, you're giving away your power and it's not worth that anymore. So that is something that I want to highly recommend to you is definitely talk about it for what you need to, you know, you're allowed to vent, you're allowed to cry and, you know, bang the wall if you need to and get pissed off and throw stuff around. All of your feelings are valid, but also remember that feel the feelings and then move on because you're going to keep getting into that same pattern of negativity and someone brings him up and you go this and that, and then you're going back in your healing. You want to move forward now. It's time to move forward. And then the fourth thing, I think I went to fourth anyway, the fourth thing that I want to say to you is start to surround yourself with like-minded, positive people that are going to lift you up, that are going to be there, that are going to be supportive, that understand that you're now moving forward, that you don't want to keep talking about that constantly. And something else that I really want to highlight for you guys is that the main thing that has gotten me through the really difficult times in, you know, there are going to be difficult times. I don't want to bullshit anyone. I don't want people to look at my Instagram and think that it's all fluff and that you can go through and have this beautiful, amazing Instagram-y life. Um, it is going to be hard. There are going to be times when you struggle, whether it's financially, whether it's emotionally, whether it's all of the things hitting you at the same time. But something that I really want to highlight for you is that you are going to be okay. You are going to get through this and you are going to have a life that is incredibly beautiful because you are going to take the reins now. It's time for you to take the reins back of your own life. And how I moved forward from really, I remember after my daughter came, I was sitting in the hospital and I was feeling really, really upset. And I still recall sitting there. It was in the middle of the night and I was sitting there absolutely hurt. Um, 
I could hear all of the other, you know, families walking in to greet their new little grandchildren and the partners walking in saying, you know, we've got some more flowers or the partner, you know, in the hallway that was on the phone to the best friend and all of this hustle and bustle around me that was filled with such love. And that's all that I wanted from those first few days in hospital. And all as I got was cold and silence and I was alone with my daughter. And I had asked for alone time. Um, I needed to just digest everything, but also part of me didn't want anyone to try and fill a void of his that he had left behind because it wasn't going to be good enough for me. And I had dreamt about that moment since I had found out I was pregnant and I had seen it in movies and I had seen it on TV shows and I dreamt up this beautiful experience of the first few days in hospital surrounded by the smell of flowers and beautiful cards and everyone gushing over the baby and my partner doting on me and I didn't want anyone to try and fill a void because it felt like their shoe, it just wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to fill the shoes that had been left. And so I'd send everyone home. So there are going to be really, really hard times for you in the future if you are pregnant now. And the emotion that I went through, through my pregnancy and as a new mother, I just, I can't even describe some of how deeply it it went. And I'm sure it's definitely hurt me on a cellular level, a hundred percent. I do believe in that type of stuff, but how I moved through it was looking towards what kind of a mother do I want to be? Do I want to be the type of mother that is an absolute shell of my former self, which I'm not going to bullshit you. That's exactly how I felt. I looked in the mirror, my body had changed. I had dark circles under my eyes. The woman that was staring back at me, I did not recognize her at all in the slightest way. And I remember thinking in my mind in that first day in hospital, like, no wonder he left you. Look at you. You're a mess. You don't even know yourself anymore. Maybe you didn't know yourself before he left. And I just stood there staring at myself, like probably looking a bit crazy. And those moments in that hospital, I just, I'm glad that I have rushed through and left those behind very quickly because it will live on with me forever. But I chose to look at myself and say to myself, what type of a mother do I want to try and be? She deserves me to give my absolute all. Look, and sometimes I miserably failed at that. Sometimes the experience of being left pregnant absolutely ate me whole and I really struggled to get out of its grip. And it was almost like some sort of an illness that had taken over my body I'm not sure why I'm laughing. It's absolutely not funny. Um, but it was like something had taken over me and I was trying my hardest to outrun it. And sometimes the experience and the enormity of it grabbed onto me again. And other times I was able to quickly move forward and, and heal when I needed to and do my job as a mum. And, you know, I haven't always got it right. I haven't always been perfect, but I have absolutely tried my my absolute all to give her everything that I can Um, you know, we don't, we're not by any means a well-off family, but she's got everything that she needs. She does dancing and swimming and she's beautiful and happy and full of beans 24 seven. And I feel like I've done like a very good job with her. A lot of people say to me, she's so polite. She's so caring. She's so beautiful. And I've done, I've got myself to thank for that. All of her beautiful traits are because it's everything that I've built her up to be. 
even when at times I didn't have those traits within myself, I managed to highlight them within herself and show her, you know, you can be anything, you can do anything, you should always be nice, even if you don't feel nice. And she's an amazing little girl. So that's what I want to say to you as well, is if you're going through this experience, please, please know that looking towards the future and just worrying about the type of mother that you are going to be and the type of life that you can provide on your own, do all of the things. Don't hold back. And I know that, you know, saying that to a single mother, they're thinking, okay, great. It's easy for you to say, do all of the things, but I can't take my my kid to Disneyland now because I don't have the money. And I have been meticulously planning and scheming and working out a way that I can take my beautiful daughter to Disneyland. I want to take her to Disneyland. I want her to go and see a white Christmas in New York. They're the two things that I really want to do with her. And I really want to instill that you can do anything. You can travel, you can be whatever you want to be when you grow up. And that has been the fuel of my fire and the reason why I have built up a business and I've worked hard on getting a client base and making sure that I've got a really good rapport with my clients because, hey, when I have a good business, I'm going to be able to do things in the future with my daughter. So look towards the future is what I'm trying to get at and make sure that you are making plans for this incredible life because you don't need someone to make and build this incredible and beautiful and amazing life. And so often when you're in a relationship, there are things about your personality or your dreams that you hold back because they might not be in alignment or your partner's not going in the same direction or they've squashed a little bit of you that, you know, you were too scared to shine out because it wasn't in alignment or they didn't like that about you or you know, because you weren't single and you couldn't be that free. So you can do all the things now, go and do them and make it happen and work hard. And you have got this. And if I can do it, I honestly, you know, after my partner left, I I lost my job and I couldn't provide anything and I couldn't go back to work because I had a brand new baby. All as I could do was be confined to the couch and breastfeed. And I really lost my whole entire life and I really had to rebuild it from the ground up and promise me if I can, you can too. And I just hope that that is a, that I am that vision of hope for you that you really need and, you know, or that I really needed when I was first in this experience. And I hope that you can look towards my own life and my own story and say, you know what, she can, I can, it's easy. And, if there are times that you need support, please reach out. You can find me on Instagram at Layla Steed, L-E-I-L-A-S-T-E-A-D. It's just my name, um, Layla and Eva. Um, you can find us, Eva's my beautiful daughter's name. So you can find us on Instagram. Please do reach out. Send me an email. Send me a DM. Um, nine times out of 10, I do respond, especially if it is uh, from someone that is going through an emotional time. I'll get back to you. Um, ASAP, some of the women I call, some of the women I'll do like a Instagram video chat with. Um, I am there for you a hundred percent because I know, and I've been there and I never, ever want another woman to feel like I did in those first few days. And I want to be there and be that support. And that is a huge why of why I'm even still on the gram. If you have listened to my episode, how I use online hate to fuel my fire, which has over 20,000 downloads you guys and yes I am getting all your voice messages from all over the world if you have listened to that then you obviously know I don't want to do Instagram anymore but I stay here because of the fact 
that women are using this community to find other single women, that they're getting support, that I'm getting support as well, that there are beautiful people on there that literally write in and say, you know, you really helped me or you saved my life. Like that is just huge. It's literally saving lives just because I've been brave enough to share my experience. And if you want to share your experience and start a blog or start a gram, do it. Please do it. The more people that step forward and say, I'm a single mom and I'm doing just fine, the the more people that are going to be able to say, you know what, I can look, these people are. And um, I'm going to leave it there. But as usual, if you'd like to find me on Instagram, please do come say hi. And if you want to send me a voice message, if you have the Anchor app, you can send me a voice message. Um, I record on Anchor. I love it. It's an amazing platform and I'm not getting paid to say that. I just want to highlight that. Um, I absolutely love Anchor. It is so easy to record podcasts. You can get them out in a matter of minutes. And not only that, if you listen, you can send me a voice message. And I've been getting all your voice messages. One thing I want to highlight to you guys is if you are foreign, I really, I don't know if you can use like a Google translate, but I'm getting plenty of foreign messages. Um, I can't understand Um, I just got one a few minutes ago from someone. um, I have no idea what language you're speaking, but thank you for connecting anyway. I got one from a beautiful content creator in Malaysia, Malaysia, Malaysia. (laughs) Uh, That took me a while to get out um, the other day. And he was saying um, to hit him up because he creates content as well. And also, if you want to check out my photography, you can at We Are Limama. W-E-A-R-E-L-E-M-A-M-A, We Are Limama. Uh, You can check out my photography over there. So not only, uh, I've kind of morphed from doing blogging to being a photographer now and I'm loving it. I do births, weddings, um, newborns, content creation, families, um, you name it, I've done it and I am loving it. It's so fun to be around beautiful people that are in love and beautiful families and new babies and births are my favorite. But anyway, as usual, if you want to connect, please do so. And I hope you're having a beautiful day. It is sunny here, but apparently it's going to storm the whole weekend. So that'll be fun, but I'll chat to you soon. Thank you for listening.